0: Welcome back for Hour 2. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie. And we're with Kodal Banker Real Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids.
1: That is right.
0: So remember, these shows are pre-recorded, so we're a little bit ahead of the air date. I know it's airing on Sunday on AM 1320 WFHR. And we also run this on our podcast. So you can check out the podcast on your favorite podcast player. Just search for Carrie Nicolai. Or you can go on MyRapids.com and check under our podcast and blog tab. And while you're there, you can check out local inventory. So that's pretty cool.
1: It's a one-stop shopping. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. We've got uh, a tab that you can drop down for links of you know local activities and um, websites that you can go to for that. So um, not just the activities and events, but also links to the local municipalities' websites. Excellent. Yeah. So I, I know you like the compost pile. I do. The recycling pile. Um,
1: and I did pass up some plants laying on the side of the road when I was down in Nakusa last week. I'm so proud of you. I did. I, I left them there only because I had the bed of the truck with something that couldn't get dirty. Right. So that was like the sad part because I did drive by. There was like 15, 20 plants laying in the road. I'm like, oh, those poor plants. I should rescue them. But then I realized I have no place to put them.
0: So now if you've been following us, that's part of our conversation we had with Rapids Mayor Shane Blazer Mm -hmm. is that kind of the differences between like uh, Nakusa and Port Edwards, perhaps, versus Rapids, uh, where Rapids doesn't do the curbside pickup of the uh, compost items. The leaf grass pickup. Right. The green materials. Um, But they they do have scheduled times and it's on their website about brush collection. Mm -hmm. And... Well, our big ratio that came through a couple of years ago, they um, increased that brush collection a little bit because you had to clean up the town. Right. So right. yeah, head over to all those websites, you know, depending on what municipality you're you're living in and that can help you out too. All right. So what do you want to talk about for hour two?
1: Well, hour two, we're going to hit up on some community events because we are airing this on May 23rd. So we're doing this on Wednesday night. So May 23rd is when this is being aired. So May 24th. So this is going to be a kickoff to Memorial weekend. Friday, we're getting that long three-day weekend, that sort of thing. So Cobalt Banker Seaward is doing a give back to the community night. And so we are doing a Dairy Queen night. A Dairy Queen night. DQ night at Coldwell Banker Seward. So okay. so it's it's at our office? It is at our office.
0: 325 8th Street South.
1: Right across the street from Cravings. Look, so, Look
0: for the large marquee. It says Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors.
1: Right. And we're going to be doing this, this kickoff. A little give back to the community, saying thanks to our veterans out there who have served. And... You know, just giving back. So we're going to be doing that from 5 until 7 o'clock. We have 150 red, white, and blue DQ stars to hand out.
0: So is this an ice cream treat on a popsicle stick?
1: I'm not exactly sure what it is. This is my son's favorite snack.
0: Okay. So, so in, in order so it's it's a dairy queen. <laughs> it's treat. a dairy
1: it's a dairy queen treat. I'm not sure if it's like a sherbet or if there's ice cream in it. I really don't know.
0: It's in the shape of a star.
1: It's in the shape of a star.
0: Why do we choose the stars?
1: Well, we chose the stars because it we cola bankers got our catchphrase for the year of guiding you home. We just went through the brand retrain change of using the star as the North Star logo. So, why not hand out a star on a Cobalt Banker Seward night? There so, you. we are handing these stars out. They are tasty. My son loves them. And I'm sure your children or you yourself, I mean, it's free to everybody. So, the first 150 people, it's going to be a drive through event. So you're going to come in off of A Street. You're going to come into the parking lot. You are going to see our big mobile office. It's going to say guiding you home on the back side when you come in. And on the front side, you're going to come around the corner. We're going to have agents on each side, so that way two cars can be serviced at one time. And we're just going to be handing out stars. Fantastic. Yeah. Drive-through, drive-up. Drive-through Dairy Queen Night at Cole Banker Seward. It is going to be spectacular. It'll be written in the stars. Ooh, Ooh, there you go. I know.
0: And then, of course, if you have questions when you're there, or you're curious, and we'll be handing out business cards. You you can uh, give us your name or contact information. If you're also curious about listing your house or buying a house, it's kind of you know the one-stop shop.
1: Right. So you know we're trying to make this kind con- you know contactless at this point. You know again we're we're looking out for people's safety that sort of thing. But it's going to be a great night. You're going to be able to meet quite a bit of our, our agents. And have Dairy Queen on, on us. So again, that's going to be on Monday, May 24th. Fourth. I have to do it looking at a calendar because otherwise I'm going to mess this up. So it'll be the 24th from 5 until 7 or until the stars run out.
0: Until the start. Until all the stars have fallen. Once the stars
1: right. have fallen, it will be done.
0: And then they can wish
1: upon, upon a, a shooting star. star. There you go. And the really great thing is, you know, we're, again, we're using a local business. So Dairy Queen here in Wisconsin Rapids is owned by a local person. So again, you know, tying in that local, using somebody local is going to be really great. So big thanks to Dairy Queen for doing a special order for us. We do appreciate that. And we are looking forward to our stars.
0: Great. We we definitely appreciate the veterans. We do. And appreciate everybody in the community. and. Uh, For letting us guide you to your home, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that whole catchphrase is is phenomenal. But it's really accurate. It's it's, It it is what we do.
1: We do. You know, I we're working with quite a with a buyer. You know, we just got an accepted offer with this buyer. You know, guiding them through. Okay, you know what? Let's just start looking. Just you know, how do you like this kitchen setup? To you know, do you want a two story home? Do you want a huge backyard? Here's a small little house. They wanted a fixer-upper. I gave them a fixer-upper. You're like, that's too much fixing up? They said too much fixing up. You know, so guiding them through this, this whole entire process of, okay, well, what do you really like? You know, I liked a little bit of this house and I liked a little bit about this house. We had to be, you know, how do we store the third car? Because it was important to that family. So, you know, getting all those pieces together and just kind of guiding them to that right house. And we were super excited. I think there was a lot of happy clapping when... We finally got that accepted offer. So we're excited.
0: And that one hasn't been too long. I think we were only working there for like six months working with I'm them. I'm really
1: not sure.
0: It, it's not like some of our other um, clients who've been years, which is just fine as well.
1: Right. You know, we always keep saying that we're the marathon runners of real estate. If it takes you two years, it takes you two years. If it only takes you the first house because it's perfect for you. Great. We will help you out throughout the whole entire process. You know. So whether or not it's one house or I think my longest is over a hundred homes to go take a look at. But we finally found them the perfect home. And that's what it's about. It's about finding that perfect home.
0: And then sometimes the home that they built their family in comes available and we just guide them back to where they were.
1: Yes. As like my favorite story. It is pretty cool. It is, you know, family raised. You know, they. that's where they raised their kids. When the grandkids came, they needed a bigger home. Went to the bigger home. Grandkids got big. They wanted to go back to a smaller home. And it's just so high, how happened that their first house was available. So we moved them back into their first home. Sometimes it works out that way. They knew where all their stuff went. They didn't have to have that that dating period of a new home of, okay, well, do we put the TV in this corner? Well, maybe the couch should go over here there was no dating period with the house they moved in they're like and this goes here because that's where it was we built that cabinet for this purpose and the cabinet is still here so i mean it was easy move in
0: i i think it'd be really cool if um everybody who moves into their second or third home just feels at home like that you know mm-hmm. every buyer i think we want to feel at home like that
1: we always say you know buy the house that hugs you if the house doesn't hug you it's not the home for you you know look at this you know the safety we always help people to visit those neighborhoods you know at different periods of of the day or different periods of the week so if it now I realize that in this market we don't have that option but if it's one of those things where you know what I think I like Grand Rapids well, go visit it on a Saturday afternoon you know, park the car over at Wazicha, go walk around some of the neighborhoods, see how it feels. Do you feel safe in this, this area? Or if we know that we want to be close to where mom and dad are living, which may be downtown Nakusa. so find, find what block you would like. So that way, when a home does kind of come up on the market near there, you're going to know that's where I want to be.
0: This whole process is all about compromises, unless you're building a brand new house and the perfect location for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are gently used houses. They are. Um, some less gently than others, but they're, they're pre-owned and there's always a compromise. It's rare that you find just exactly wholly that right one. You always have to make it your own.
1: Right. And we always look at it, you know, we come into a home, we try not to question why did they put carpet here? You know, you walk in through the front door and the first thing you step on is carpet. Well, you got winter time. you got the boots, you got the water, you got the snow. You know, why didn't they put something else? To me, that's not something we should focus on. We want to focus on that flow of the room. You know, when you come into the house, do you want to have that catch-all area? Do you want that mudroom to put the coats, the boots and everything before you get into the house? What is it that you are looking for? Do you want to have a running circle? Which we call it the track you know, where everything's all open and the kitchen's in the middle and the kids can literally run around in a whole entire circle and just do laps in the house. You know, if you don't want those running areas, maybe we don't look at a home that, that's set up that way. So it's, it's about the flow of the home.
0: And like you mentioned, guiding people mm-hmm. into in this process, it's really listening to what they're saying about the home and squelching some of the minor concerns that they're making the mountain out of a mohill. Sort of deal. Um, Had one person just really, really enjoy the house and the location was pretty decent, but they saw that there was wallpaper in the kitchen and oh my goodness, they were stuck on the wallpaper. I'm like, hold on. If the wallpaper wasn't there, what do you think? Well, there is the wallpaper there. Like, okay, but we can help you get the wallpaper removed by finding you a contractor that can come in and do it for you. Although I know that the wallpaper is from the 1930s and it's probably not stuck on the wall too well because it's already half peeling off. Mm -hmm. So don't get stuck on the thing that's just peeling off already. You know, really had to guide them into focusing on what's the rest of the house. You know, tell me your feelings about the rest of the house.
1: Right. I always love the people who are kitchen people. We're kitchen folk. We like to hang out in our kitchen. The
0: kitchen is the heart of the the home.
1: You know, so, but we find that out. So then we try to get, there's usually four of us. If we get some parents with us or some aunts and uncles, we try to cram everybody then into the kitchen and see how tight that is. So we might discover that we need to have a bigger kitchen because, hey, look, there's six people in this kitchen. We're kind of all crammed together. So if that's where you spend a lot of your time, Maybe we look at a bigger kitchen or we look at how can we make this kitchen bigger? Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Another thing, just kind of a a generalization talking about the market, and we have all these great stories about Mm -hmm. people, you know, successfully getting into houses and stuff like that. Is I just want to reiterate it still happens. I know a lot of people are stuck that they have a mindset they don't want to compete for a house. They just want to be the one that comes in on their white horse in the knight in shining armor and, and is the buyer for this, the sole buyer for this house. And, and it's not like that, um, especially in this market. It's just not like that. So helping guiding these buyers past that mindset and into the mindset that we are writing offers that are getting accepted. Houses are coming on the market regularly now. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to shout out and thank all of the people who are willing to sell their homes and move into the next phase of their life. But it is, it's a guiding of these buyers through these, you know, mindset challenges. Or
1: it's even the sellers too. And and sellers, you know, right. we're trying to guide you through because we're closing that chapter on that house. This is, this may be the house where you got engaged at that you brought your first child home to. You know, it has a lot of first to it. And so now we're emotionally attached to the house, which is great. It that is wonderful. I was emotionally attached to my home on 11th Street. It is the exact layout of my grandmother's house. Her house is a little bit bigger than what I had. It was perfect. I loved that house. I still love that house. But it's the mindset of it's time to close a chapter. And it's okay to let go of this because there's something better out there waiting for you. And it's getting getting you to that point of this will be okay. We'll hold you through hold your, your hand through it if we need to and get it all closed up so that way you feel good about selling your home. Well, and in our
0: case, all of the reasons why you purchased the house revolved around the the boys, the children, mm-hmm. and how close it was to amenities that they could go walk in. Take care of themselves, and really promote that self independence. Right. They they can do it. Yeah. Right. And we became empty nesters, and you know they're still being independent now, doing their own things, which it it worked. It did. You know, you you create an atmosphere to give them the confidence, and now they're showing that they still have that in their their own lives in their own ways. Now that they're more of it in the adult environment, Mm -hmm. Um, and we we're able to allow the house to come up for sale, hoping that, and you know, we really didn't know who was going to be purchasing it, but we hope that someone else now is enjoying those same benefits and perhaps, you know, building their family around those same amenities. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing. And we really try to guide people through these good portions of it and not dwell on the negatives that, you know, have to balance may come it. up, right.
1: You know, there, there's always a balance, you know, for every single good story we have about, you know, working with us, that story may have a couple, you know, we had some trips and falls along the ways. Mm-hmm. Every, every sale has that. I almost want to say we had like three in four years that it was clear sailing. It was like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is, and we accomplished it. And, you know, the stars aligned just right and it worked out. There are some where, you know, a buyer may have a situation with an appraisal or with the home inspection. Something came up that we weren't aware of because that's what the home inspection is for, is to kind of look at the house as a whole. And we weren't aware of something. So we've had to work through that situation to have a positive outcome. But during that, it was, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that this was broken in my house. so it. For every, you know, every good side, we we do have. There are some situations where things were a little bit dicey, but we managed to help that seller move move past that and have a positive experience at the end.
0: With the market being the way it is, it with so focused on sellers and finding listings and homes for sale, there's more and more people trying to list their homes themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that. Everyone who, did, who does that sees past the quick sale, you know, the, the quick dollar sign money. Uh, we just had a conversation this morning in our um, firm's staff meeting about sort of navigating through that for sale by owner and understanding what's the mindset of the for sale by owner seller and helping people realize that there's a whole lot that goes behind the sale of their house. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're here for.
1: Right. It's negotiating those contracts and, you know, understanding how they all work together, all those contingencies. How does that work with everything else? And if you don't have someone who's trained in in doing that, you can run into hiccups and have a sale get pushed back or have a sale fall apart because one side of that is not understanding all of those details that need to be handled.
0: Or having your profits diminished hmm um there there's a lot of national statistics we We don't have as much access to the statistical data um, to kind of vision houses that sold with the real estate agent versus houses that's sold by uh, for sale by owner uh, but nationally there's uh, goodness what what was it? between three and six percent, you'll find that you gained three or 6% profit by going with a real estate agent versus selling yourself because we know the market and we can also help qualify the buyers that are presenting offers to you.
1: Right. And we're the ones that, you know, we can go to bat for, for our buyers or for our sellers, whatever that, that happens to be. So if something does come up, we can do the, okay, you know what, we need to take care of this right away. We're the ones who can worry for you Versus now I have to take a day off of work and go deal with the showing or get a hold of this contract or trying to find this person to take care of that. There's a lot of, I can spend the whole entire day on the phone trying to find contractors to take care of a roof when, you know, that could have been on the seller and he could have had to take a day off of work and that affects his income where I look at the seller and go, okay, not a problem. I will find you the contractor. We'll get this all set up.
0: Right. And then we find multiple contractors mm-hmm. and give, we present you an option and say, this is the one or two, three, four contractors that can do this job for you. You know, here, choose one and then we can get everything scheduled and set for you.
1: Right. You know, we're, we're going to be behind those scenes, making sure that those dates and deadlines are, are matching. And, you know, you've got questions that need to be answered. We can get a hold of the people that we need to. In order to get those, those questions answered, I'm not saying quicker than you, but in a decent time frame because we can spend the whole entire day just focused on that one question. And really, if that means calling a contractor six times a day to get them to pick up their phone or to understand that it's really important that they get a hold of me, you know, I can do that.
0: And then the, uh, the, the smaller tasks along the way that just take up time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first big one is the showings, and we've experienced this ourselves where there's so much interest, there are just so many showings in such a short period of time, tongue twister, but it's it's true, and people are excited to see houses and to get them through in an organized fashion, and then handling that so that their agents or themselves can present offers and and, and get those offers presented to you as a seller, that whole process,
1: well, and, and then the field, showings, fielding
0: the questions along the way. Yeah, with yeah. those
1: showings, I mean, you, get, you do it for sale by owner and people see it and you get 20 phone calls within an hour. And that's all you're doing is answering your phone and trying to set things up. You're trying to go to work. You're trying to get your work done. Your phone is blowing up. I think some bosses may not like that, where that, you hire the real estate agent, they take care of that for you. They're the one who's going to be scheduling that. They may just look at you and say, you know what, for the first day of showings, the first day on the market, we're just going to line up the buyers. We'll just plan on your house being able to be shown right away. We'll just line up all the buyers. They'll come through and we'll move on to the next day. We'll we'll approach this one day at a time and we'll line up the buyers. We'll let you know who's coming in and at what time. And if there's a time that doesn't work for you, please let us know.
0: So I I think there's kind of three big categories that us as real estate agents do for our seller clients. There's the reduction of stress and anxiety because we can handle a lot of things for you as being our client. We can advocate for you, certainly. Um, Streamline things as well, like we just discussed. Mm -hmm. There's also the Pricing appropriately so that you get the most value, but yet still get the sale to closing appropriately.
1: Right. We look at the price and go, okay, is this going to appraise out or not? We know what that market has been looking at, what they've been, been appraising at. And if you're not in the market every single day seeing what has sold, has not sold, may not understand some of the backsides of, of things, that could be you know a little bit tricky. You may be accepting an offer that it's not going to praise out. And now what do we do? You have no one there to guide you.
0: And then the, the third and kind of final part is marketing. We have a whole dedicated marketing program backed by Coldwell Banker as a national entity. Mm-hmm. And Coldwell Banker is just a huge name and they have such prowess that it's, it's fantastic. We can bring it to our small community as well. Mm-hmm. So they, they've got assets that we can utilize um, e-marketing, all of the, you know, social media prowess as well. And they're also getting into, you know, connecting with the new generation through music and the new set of homeowners and people listing their homes to move to uh, different parts of their life. So um, this past year, Koto Banker Corporate has really connected with a lot of really cool music partners mm-hmm. um, who's... This Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini. So, she is
1: the, the latest one that you know contacted Cola Banker directly mm-hmm. and said, Hey, I've got this really cool song that's coming out. I want to do a video. I would love to use your sign. Can we do this? So I want to say, what is it, the first 15, 20 seconds?
0: It, it comes up a couple of times through oh, the does video. It?
1: throughout the video. Throughout the video. So yeah, throughout the video, there's Cola Banker. There is Cola Banker. I shouldn't say C word, but Cola Banker is in this video. Millions of people are watching this, you know, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. So, not, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that's kind of a reflection on cor- corporate Coldwell Banker and our office is independently owned and operated. Mm-hmm. But we're using those same levels of prowess to help market your property as a seller and get it out to as many of the right candidates to buy your home as possible. Um, because there are our buyers who are maybe wanting to make offers, but they've got so many contingencies, it's probably not right for you. You know, like you said, looking at price. If someone comes in and they just try to overwhelm with the pricing thing, it's like, hold on, maybe this might not be a right fit to get to closing. So navigating through that as well.
1: Right. It there's a lot that goes in with, with selling and buying a home. And it's always best to have someone alongside you just guiding you through this and I don't mind holding people's hands. We can do that,
0: and this is actually kind of fun.
1: It is. It really is. I mean, we've met so many neat people throughout this. I mean, I look at from our first listening that we ever took. It was a good friend of yours, Porter. You know, he was our first listening we ever took to our first sale. Again, up in Rudolph. You know, helping out that family. That was a family where. Mom was going into a nursing home. So it was the first experience of working with a family of, you know, we need to sell the family home. This is where two generations of family grew up. We're going to sell it. You know, how do we help, help that family close that chapter in their, in their lives and feel good about it? So it's been really fun. It's been very entertaining. I love it.
0: And I think it's neat to correlate how national trends come into our small community.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, normally there's, there's a delay, you know, what we'll see, um, the, the bigger metropolitan areas kick onto a trend of, you know, whether it's this type of house or that type or pricing increases, those, those types of things. And it'll take a little bit of a trickle down time to get to our neck of the woods. Right. Just because, you know, we're, we're a little bit disconnected from the fast paced metro areas.
1: Well, it takes a little while for some of those trends to catch up with, with the rural areas. Right. So, you know, it, it's there. So do we have our, our blog today? I know that I see that you got the statistics out in front of you. So I have a feeling when we're going down the statistic row here.
0: Well, it is that time of month again. Okay, and, and some people, and do I know that you're them.
1: keeping eye, an eye eye on the clock there because I know how long it takes for you to go through all the statistics. So I know we're at that point. So you're going to take it away with the statistics, aren't you? Well,
0: well, let's start with some news.
1: Okay, news. I okay. love
0: news. So from the uh, National Association of Realtors. Okay. Like uh, again, like I like looking at the national scope of things mm-hmm. to start seeing some trends,
1: and then you narrow it down to and us.
0: That's narrow yep. it down to us. Okay. So, we talked about earlier in the month, um, one of the judges, the federal judges, said that the national eviction moratorium was not something that should have been under the CDC's guidance. Correct. So, that's being appealed. Okay. And they're looking at that appeal going, well, you know, it was actually based on the House of Representatives and the Senate and our Legislative side of things, sort of backing up, going, yes, the CDC still has the pandemic uh, coverage, emergency powers, sort of thing. Okay. Um, that was back in like December. Okay. So now it's being appealed. So this is still in flux. So those who are looking at evictions, you know, this moratorium is in flux. Look to your local legislation people, you know, to find out more information about that if you're curious about the eviction moratorium. Okay. So I just want to put that out there. It's not all doom and gloom. It's going to go back and forth through the courses of, you know, politics. Excellent. That, however, does not affect, see, that's just at the federal level. So now if the states individually have put together a moratorium or a ban on evictions, that's separate from the federal level. Okay. A lot of things in politics are like that. Um, and of course our country is based upon the powers of the state. Right. So that, that's why, you know, the CDC guidance and then comes to the state level.
1: Well, we've got all our, our levels. You know, if we put it where well, I always look at the branches of the military, you know, you got your...
0: Your Pentagon and then yeah. it goes into the...
1: the there's, there's the ladder. All the way down
0: to the field operating bases.
1: Yep. And... Local's always at the, at the bottom. There's always somebody above the local. There's someone above the county. There's someone above the state. You know. Exactly. We got our ladders.
0: So a lot of people are looking at what are the interest rates going to be doing this next year? Okay. So the economists over at Realtor.com, really they're seeing that interest rates are going to maintain being favorable. Definitely throughout the rest of the year. We may get up into the high threes, like 3.8, 3.9. So still fairly low from... Oh, still fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. still very low. Um, No one's saying or estimating, foreseeing, you know, they're looking ahead in their glass, you know, sphere, and uh, like the magician looks... They're not The magic eight ball. There you go. They're not saying that, you know, 5% is going to be happening this year. Interest rates are going to creep up a little bit, but it's not going to be anything dramatic. We're still in a rebound of an economy. Right. Okay. So they also did a survey. And throughout these couple hundred people that they surveyed, they asked them, so how likely are you to sell in the next year? The next 10 to 12 months? One out of 10 said, yes, now we were waiting to sell, but we're looking to sell this year, which is fantastic. Many of them, over half of them, about 60%, are saying that they're going to be selling probably in the early summer. So they're they're waiting for lumber prices and finishing up some things and for the, you know, vaccinations to happen and the pandemic to, you know, we've been talking about this. Oh, yeah. So they're looking at doing that. And so this is coming from a national scope and I think we're seeing that trend here locally as well. Okay. I mean you you've heard, you know, you've seen you getting feedback from people just anecdotally, right? Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that really came in from the last year is a lot of virtual things. Right? Yes. It, talking to people over the phone, uh, lenders over the phone, um just the k- disconnection from people. Well, Realtor.com and their survey kind of asked about that, and people are are giving feedback that yeah, virtually stuff and the web-based stuff. It's probably going to stay a little bit in some forms. I mean, all of our electronic signing forms, you know, um, staging homes, you know, all the, that informational stuff. Uh, we're doing a lot of 360 tours. And I think that it's been well-received. Yeah. They're understanding that those things are here to stay, but they're wanting to come back into an in-person sort of atmosphere. Now, that's one of the things that we've seen at the office, haven't we? Yes, we have. We've had a lot more call-ins, a lot more walk-ins as
1: well. Oh, I was just thinking, you know, we have more of our agents coming back to the office on a daily mm-hmm. basis now, you know, before you know, maybe one or two of us were, were in, but now we're seeing, you know, the parking lot is getting full. So we're back to kind of the, someone's parking in my parking spot. Where do I park now? Because I'm used to parking in the same spot, but it's great to have everybody back in the office because again, we can collaborate more of things that are coming up on the market. You know, maybe something we're we're going through a transaction and we need a little bit of help guidance, with with something maybe it's something new that we haven't seen that somebody else has seen so just be able to have that collaboration of you know what i didn't i don't know who to call to put in a radon mitigation system because this is my first transaction that had a high radon you know where do i go you know normally it was a pick up the phone or you send a text to everybody and just you know ask that question but now we can just kind of do the okay Pop, pop your head it, yeah. off,
0: the, you know, out the office window and go, hey, you know, you, you guys over there. Do you remember that one time that we had the radon thing? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was, um, what's his face? Right.
1: You know, we can rattle something off pretty right. quick. So, you know, it's great to have people back. And, and even some of the lenders I've talked with, they're so excited about being in the office. We had one lender over a year. They did not sit at their desk because mm-hmm. they've been at home for over a year. And they're excited about going into work. Now, granted, it's still a little bit on a limited basis, but they're excited that they go to work and they're able to sit down in front of their people and talk directly with them and not have the internet cut out or every other word gets dropped. The frustration that that is because maybe they're a little bit on the elderly side and don't understand how to use the computer. And so you spend half the time talking to them through on how to click on something.
0: And getting our clients in the conference room as well so that we can, it's so much easier and faster to go over the documents, for instance, especially the first time you go through them.
1: Oh, especially the
0: explaining and
1: yeah, this last week we had three documents get eaten up by the internet. I don't know how magic. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but it was very frustrating where before we would meet at the office, we'd write the contract. I would show it to you and we'd go through everything and sign right there well, now I go home, you go home, and I do everything electronically and send it to you. We call, we talk to you. It's, you know, very non-personal. Right. So I, I do like meeting with our clients, you know, in the house or at the office, wherever it happens to be.
0: Or, or even having them disconnected from being at their computer in their house. And, you know, we can do all these presentations electronically and Zoom has become a thing and and WebEx and all that jazz, but getting people out of that environment of their home to come to a conference table, Mm -hmm. that way we're focused on the task at hand. And, you know, we can show them the MLS and show them comparable properties and really delve into that. And they're right there. We can get that vibe from each other. And it really helps, you know, that working relationship, I think. It does. So virtual stuff is here to stay. Okay. But.
1: Maybe not used as much as it was in the past, but it will still be there.
0: Or having the the feeling like we have to, because that's the only way that we can be absolutely certain and safe of certain things. It's great
1: for our our out-of-state sellers.
0: Oh, it is. So that way we
1: can see what their face looks like. So you know, sometimes we just call them and we have a phone conversation. We send everything electronically. We have no idea what these people look like.
0: Right, and and being able to have that connection, then you know, using these things that this last year has trained most people to use, and even before the pandemic, we did a lot of um, electronic stuff, a lot of virtual stuff, the 3D tours. It just really came to the forefront the last year. And so now people got used to it and it's easier for most people to use because they had to.
1: Well, I know you like it because then you can line up your meetings. So you can go from one city council meeting to the next without having to leave home. And you're just, it's just a click and and you're there to the next one. So you can actually get more city council meetings in on your day than anybody else versus you would have to drive to... The airport and then drive to city hall and then drive to the next place so
0: well it, it it's more efficient for you know appointments stuff like that mm-hmm. or you know your rotary rotary group yep. and then if you have appointments after that you know your rotary meeting could be from one time to another and then you don't have the personal chit-chatter of You know, someone kind of grabbing your arm when you're in person and going, hey, let's talk about this. And now you're standing in the hallway for another hour. But you had a meeting that you had to go to where you could just, you know, say, hey, goodbye, click end meeting, and now... You have your next meeting up and running,
1: but I really do miss those whole entire grab me from this, you know, grab me and just go. Hey, we need to talk about this or meet, you know, in the beginning of, yeah. of the meeting of just going. You know what? We I, I have this really this passion about this for our community. Can we talk about this? Can we do something on this? That part is super missed by yeah. so many. So it's when I, it's in person, it's it's a challenge to do the. You know what? I do have an appointment. I care about what you say, what you're talking about, but let's meet for coffee. In two hours. Can we do that? So it's just a matter of remembering that we have things going on, but yeah, totally missed the, the in-person Rotary. Super excited about going back in June to be in-person.
0: I, I like both ways.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So let's carry on. National median prices. Okay. Okay. So that again, we've got average prices, which is one thing, but the median price is the price in the middle. Right. Um, We're looking at statistics now for the first quarter of 2021. Okay. So that takes in the first three months.
1: Right. I thought we already did these numbers, but maybe not.
0: Right. So we're just, we're looking at national averages. Now I'm running this again so that we can look at our local averages and and median prices. Okay. right, Right next. Okay. Okay. So the first quarter of this year. Was up 16% from the first quarter of last year. Okay. Now the first quarter of last year was um, at the beginning of the pandemic. So those sales had started before the pandemic happened. Right. Right. Because they were closing uh, right. in, in the first quarter. Right. We got that. Up 16% year over year. National median price is right around 319000 Okay. So, let's pop over to our state what closed in April. All right. Okay, so statewide in April, median price 235,000.
1: Okay. That's so, that's taking into account for those bigger markets.
0: Right, exactly. So, okay. You know, cuz nationally you, you've got <laughs> LA and New York and all that. So, those
1: $3 million, million homes really throw off our our prices.
0: Well, that's why the, the median price is more important mm-hmm. than the average price. Right. Right? And we've been, we've been discussing that before. Right. Good. So Wood County is 142000 median price for April sales.
1: That's not bad. Way to go, Wood County.
0: It is up $11,000 month over month. Excellent. We are up $17,000 year over year. Excellent. So if we compare April now to April of last year. It has increased $17,000, which is good for the sellers, right? Right. And it's good for our tax base and all that stuff. hmm Wood County, this is the highest April median price that we've seen. And the third highest median price month since uh, my logistics or my statistics go back to 2007. Okay. So, again, everything is trending up and it's staying high this is going to be a good year now for the statewide this is the highest april that we've ever had and it's tied for the highest all time with august of 2020 so right. the highest median price since uh might go back to 2007 it's it's phenomenal and this this was april which means those sales started kind of in the winter time right so pe- people were writing offers in like january and february to close in april right right so that means people's interest in the winter time was phenomenal again this year yes it was that's cool to see okay so Number of units sold, number of houses sold. And I know this is impersonal and it, it really, you know, we talked the last hour and a half about the personal side of real estate, but looking at the market side of things is, I, I know it's dry, but let's go April sales Okay, statewide, just over 7,000 units sold. Wow. Yeah. That is the second highest April ever. Um, second only to 2016. Now that was well before a lot of the economic push really came. I mean, we we really only saw this price and the home sales really push in the last two years. So like 2018, 2019 and 2020. So I guess that would be three years. So this was well before that. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're back up. We're in a high trend. It's over a thousand units month over month and over 1,000 units year over year.
1: So, so we're, we're moving in, in Wisconsin. Yeah.
0: And, and like I said, all these started with accepted offers 30 to 45 days beforehand. Okay, so Wood County. Wood County. In April, 95 units were sold. Cool. Yeah, that is the second, second highest April for house sales, um, second to 2018. Excellent. Yeah. So, and, and like it, I just mentioned, that's kind of trending with when uh, this real estate market really started pushing, being a seller's market. So that's, that's cool. It's up 43 units month over month. So we're comparing April to March. Okay. And it's up 26 units year over year. So comparing April of last year. Yeah, that's not too bad.
1: It is not bad at all.
0: Especially here in in little old Wood Wood County in the center part of the state.
1: Right. And those April sales, that would definitely be something that may have been started in first part of March is when we got that, you know, safer at home order that was issued. That was, I want to say like mid-March is when that got got issued. So, Mm -hmm. you know, April and then when May comes out, those numbers would be very interesting to kind of see as far as year over year or month over month, year over year of what happened with that pandemic, because a lot of people were, oh, no, no one's moving. Nothing's happening. You know, you're supposed to be safe at home. It'll be nice to see what those numbers really turn out to be.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, looking at for the Wisconsin Rapids area of Wood County. So that really takes into most of the southeastern part of the county.
1: So we're going to be adding, you know, Port Edwards, Nakusa. Maybe parts of Rome, no, maybe parts of Rome, depending upon how it was listed. But, you know, D- Barron, Kellner, Grant, we're calling it the greater Wisconsin Rapids area.
0: Wisconsin Rapids area had 53 units sold in April.
1: Awesome. Way to go, guys.
0: Yeah. The, um, the median price was 130000 Which is really great for this area. Right, and and that matches pretty well with the median price in the county being one hundred and forty-two.
1: Right, so we're not that far off from the county. No,
0: and uh, one of the things that JR likes to bring up, our, our broker, is how that median price relates to what's called the affordability index. Right. So that's taking into account uh, people's jobs, you know, and what households are incoming as far as financially, and the affordability index is still really, really good even at these median prices of $130,000, or $140,000. So it, I, I don't see and I haven't heard economists saying that these housing prices are going to crash or they're going to fall out. Um, it's more likely that they're going to plateau and level off. Right. And then we'll go back to a, a normal appreciation of you know 0.8% to a percent and a half year over year so we're looking forward to things leveling off yes we are there you go you made it through the market segment excellent I'm proud of you
1: thank you most of the times I knew much better when I've got the sheet of paper in front of me and I can follow along a little bit more it's okay I know
0: so and and you know, we've realized that different buyers and different sellers, everybody's different and they like different things, you know, guiding your home. I'll, I'll try to do it with some statistics because I think it's pretty cool.
1: Right. You love the statistics. Once it starts, you start talking about percentages and stuff like that. I think of math class and I've got to now take that and figure out, you know, what that really turns out to be a dollar amount and that sort of thing. And I just like.
0: Oh my gosh. There's so I, many. I don't. So many numbers. Know.
1: Um. But, you know, it's great, you know, when you, there are some people who do, they love the statistics. We've got kids who love that too. So, um, yeah. So, right. So what is hot and what is not?
0: So I guess what, you know, statistics versus not whatever language you speak, we can, we can help you with information. <laughs> so, uh, hot or not. So we talked about the, uh, the large manicured lawns are kind of. Sliding away and we're building living spaces outside.
1: Awesome. That means less lawn to mow. Right. Awesome.
0: But we get to use it with, you know, new and upcoming equipment perhaps because battery powered lawnmowers and string trimmers and edgers and blowers and it's... Oh my. I know. The battery powered tools are coming into, coming into play. Those are very, very hot. Yeah. It's exciting. The, um, Okay. How about front porch, the swinging chairs on your front
1: porch? Love them. I'm in on them.
0: So does the rest of the market. Those are Excellent. hot. hmm Now, since we're doing outdoor living spaces, maybe not putting those swinging chairs just on the front porch.
1: Or putting them around that campfire.
0: Right. So if you have a pergola, maybe hanging those from the pergola. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can get a, a freestanding swing Or hammock. I love the hammocks. Yes, you do. I do. So there's a lot of options to take kind of that old timey feel of swinging on the front porch.
1: Well, if you do the pergola, you got to get the grapevines to have the grapevines grow over the top of the pergola. So that way you kind of get that little bit secret garden look of, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have the grapes hanging down. I mean, it's super cool. I mean, there's a lot of really neat things you can do with a pergola.
0: And that's part of the other trend that's going on making the outdoor spaces is um, sort of the Oriental Garden, the walk through walking path garden. Mm -hmm. And of course, we've seen pools and hot tubs. I mean, sales of pools and hot tubs have just gone through the roof in the last 10 months. Oh, yes. Because everybody's staying home now and they're enjoying their time at home.
1: And I know that we kind of talked a little bit about putting in a raised, you know, pathway throughout the yard. So that way, you know, it's humid out today. I mean, it was very humid. We had some nice rain, but we got to think of snow and ice and things like that. You know, where the puddles formed in our backyard to, you know, treacherous walking conditions. You know, even though it's 70 and sunny outside, we got to think of snow we got to think about the ice throughout the year. Oh, boo. Winter is coming.
0: Winter is coming. So that's another sort of word to the wise. <clears throat> Make sure that all the seasons are accounted for when you do your landscaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else exciting? We've only got a few minutes here at the end of our second hour.
1: So again, I want to touch on, you know, tomorrow night, please do not forget about our DQ night over at Cola Bank or C-Wirt. We're going to be right on, right off of A Street, right across the street from Cravings. We're handing out DQ from 5 until 7. There's 150. So first 150 people who come, it's going to get a DQ star. So definitely come and check us out. Come say hi.
0: And let us guide you home. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I really do enjoy that. And definitely check out Kelsey Bellerini's. Yeah. Um, check out our Facebook page. I might be posting something of that. So, if you've seen that on the Facebook page, you know, that dig through that, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're, we're on social media. So, we're on Facebook and Instagram. How can they get a hold of you directly?
1: They can call me at 715 323 2577. It right. is a very textable number, too. So, if you're into that, that, you know, send me a text. And, you know, as soon as I get a free moment, I can get that over, get to an answer.
0: Yep. Send us an email at MyRapidsRadio at gmail.com. MyRapidsRadio at gmail.com. There we go. Yeah. Or head over to MyRapids.com for all those fun things about our inventory in the area.
1: Yeah. And, And again, we'd like to thank all the military families out there for their service, for their loved ones as well who are serving our country. You know, we do appreciate that. So thank you very much.
0: And those who have Given the ultimate sacrifice.
1: Correct. All right. So with that, you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.